It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. But right now, there's a there's kind of a push pull between those two kinds of um, 
of energy. So are we feeling like we just want to get out and laugh a little bit and make things less heavy, or are we feeling like we need to immerse ourselves in the heavy business of life? The moon is being supported by Venus, which is quite nice. Uh, Venus is in uh, Aquarius, also at a very low degree, so it's trine to the moon. It adds a lot of love to our ability to um, communicate, perhaps the humor, or um, it adds a lot of love to our ability to ask questions and potentially be with people, friends in particular, because Venus is in Aquarius. So this is a good time to be with friends. It's a good time to communicate with them. And in the um, in the in the most high form of the square between Pisces and Gemini, Gemini is able to do the communication and Pisces is able to do the emotional understanding. So there is something nice, obviously, between all uh, square energies. We can find the silver lining, even in difficult combinations. Um, Mercury is also in an air sign. While I had done a show six months ago about how little air we were going to be having in the chart, this was the exception to that time period with a long-standing Mars retrograde in Libra and a Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. Mercury has been in... um, in an air sign for quite a quite a number of weeks mars is going to be in an air sign for quite a number of months and it just so happens that tonight the moon mercury venus and mars are in gemini aquarius and libra there's almost the formation of a grand trine in air um but um but not quite and perhaps when the moon say in another uh about 30 something hours so it won't really be until saturday when the moon gets into the later part of Gemini, it will make a, a loose grand trine between the moon, Mercury, and Mars. A lovely ability to communicate um, emotional needs uh, in relationships. So it's going to be a good weekend for communication all the way around with four personal planets in air. Um, Mercury, uh, sorry, the Sun and Jupiter are making a nice trine, and um, that's kind of ending. Uh, it's been for the for, let's say for this week. So the nurturing and compassion and sympathy and empathy and protection that we want to offer to loved ones is really well in place. Uh, Saturn and Scorpio, not really causing too much trouble right now. It's making a little bit of a square to Mercury, which could be some difficulties in communicating, some heaviness in communicating. You want to watch out for that also with friends and friendships and groups. Um, But on an intimate level, I think it can represent uh, sometimes um, uh, the the desire for Mercury, let's say, in Aquarius is to be free, free thinking. And uh, Saturn and Scorpio can be kind of heavy and obligatory. So if, if, if Aquarius energy feels real pinned down, then it's going to become more distant or more cold. So if some of us are experiencing this uh, passionate need for connection, and some of us are also feeling that that passion and need for connection is a little overwhelming and we're wanting to create a little distance from that. That's that Mercury-Saturn square. Uranus and Pluto, well on their way to making uh, an exact square in April. So we're seeing how that's turning out. Obviously, if you've been paying attention to the news, the newest level of the Uranian-Pluto square is Russia and the Ukraine, where Russia is acting as the Capricorn agent, and the Ukrainians are acting as the Uranian agent. And Neptune and Pisces 
is going to make a very quick loose square with the moon um, tonight, perhaps if you if you dream or you have something extremely sensitive in the dream world, then the moon and Neptune are going to heighten that. I'd be on the lookout for that, uh, especially tonight, Thursday. Um, that's your Global Energy Minute. I'm Dr. Craig, and you're listening to the Inside Connection. So the uh, the show tonight is about um, mutable energy. And um, it's obviously an energy that we need, uh, kind of bringing it around from the previous two shows. Mutable signs are Gemini, uh, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Those are the four mutable signs. And there are three qualities in astrology. There's cardinal fixed and mutable the cardinal signs create the beginning of things the fixed signs maintain the order of things and the mutable signs then change the form of things into the next form when we're looking at those signs uh, right now we're in Pisces and it's the last sign of winter and as March really goes on, there's a lot of evidence of spring all around us. And so the idea of the mutable energy is that it's changing one form into another. Mutable energy is changing uh, winter into spring and then spring. You know, the cardinal sign of Aries will begin spring in an official way, really. There will be very little doubt that spring has sprung. Sorry, how to say that. Um, so right now we're in that uh, transitional period where we're, where we're kind of, are we winter, are we spring? Well, it's kind of winter. If you're in the East Coast, it's definitely winter. If you're in the West Coast, it's definitely spring. And all around in different places, there's little reminders of spring. There's little reminders that it's still winter. Like even in California, we had a big rainstorm. Um, and it was March already, and we normally have that in January and February, but we can still have some of that in March possibly, but as we get you know, further and further into the spring, the likelihood of any rain here um, is, drops down to 0%. So we, even during Pisces, even in a place that doesn't have distinct four seasons like here, there's still a clear winter and a clear um, summer, and so the transition from winter to spring, um, it can be pretty obvious, right? Even if it's still cold, uh, even if it's still snowing, by the end of uh, March in most of the you know east coast of the United States, even the northern part, perhaps except way way up in New England, you're going to get you know crocuses and really early little spring flowers peeking up through the snow. So that happens in in Pisces, but it's not as um, bold as say when Aries happens and then uh, trees start budding and tulips start coming out and daffodils. So the transitional period is 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 just like that in Pisces. It's like seeing a little uh, spring flower still coming up in the snow so that there's both happening there at the same time. And and um, all four of the mutable signs represent those transitional months uh, that take us from one season strongly into the next. If we're looking at... Um, uh, Gemini, then that's going to be in, in June, where it's really late spring and very clearly becoming
coming summer very quickly. So uh, Gemini is the transition between spring into summer, and Virgo is the transition between summer into fall, which is September. And you know, we know that a lot of autumny things can start beginning in September, but perhaps there's a lingering summer. And um, and then uh, we already did uh, Pisces, which is from winter into spring, which is right now March. So the energy is, um, you know, adaptable and flexible and changeable and mutable energy converts over into actual people, into human beings, with also those characteristics of being adaptable and flexible and changeable. And the interesting thing about, uh, I think, about mutable energy and mute people who are born under mutable signs is that they're like you know, extremely good in a crisis because they can, um, you know, quickly uh, reestablish themselves, quickly sort of change themselves into the environment that they're in. They're capable of changing things from, say, like one form into another. They're capable of saying, well, this is what I have, but this is what, you know, I can do with it. And they're, they're, they're also, interestingly, very adaptable themselves to the environment. They create environments that are adaptable, but they have this amazing capacity <clears throat> to adapt themselves to the environment, whereas like a fixed sign is going to adapt to the environment to themselves. So a fixed sign is not going to particularly change themselves. They're going to change the environment around them because they want that stable structure. It's sort of interesting, and from the fixed show that I did, I guess it was almost a month ago, sorry about that again, um, from the fixed show that I did when I was talking about the idea, well, Scorpio creates change, so how could it be concerned with consistency? And there's the answer to that. It's concerned with, with consistency within itself, and it's willing to change everything around itself rather than change itself. So that, I think, is very interesting because we would normally say that about Taurus, but it applies to all of the fixed signs. Mutable energy is completely different. They will change themselves in accordance with a changing environment. And I think that that's really fascinating. It's what makes them capable of going with the flow and capable of all of this flexibility and versatility. They themselves have changing forms of expression. Hmm changing forms of expression, all of them, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces. It can be very obvious, again, in Gemini and, and Pisces for sure, but, but Sagittarius has that adventurous way. You know, they can't really be tied down. So they're, they're changeable in the way of fire that they will. Uh, they'll be philosophical. They like to have debate because they're looking for uh, and have the flexibility to look for like a higher truth. They'll argue an opinion or point of view, but at the same time, they are flexible enough that they will change their mind if you can debate them adequately enough. And Pisces has massive amount of changeability of emotional states. Um, that's what Pisces is. It's able to adapt its emotional body to the emotional reality of the people that are around and Virgo, which is interesting, um, you know, Virgo has 
I think, an adaptability in, in looking for the greatest expression, you know, of, of efficiency. So Virgo's always adapting itself in a way of looking to how can something be improved? That's the adaptability. And it's not rigid, particularly. It's not like a, a rigidity like you might find in, in, in Taurus. It's a lot more... Um, it's a lot more like analyzing, and that analysis is the flexibility. It's always continually willing to go back and analyze something. I think that, um, you know, obviously Virgos can become a little stuck in their judgments uh, and belief systems, but a really highly functioning Virgo is capable of walking into a situation over and over again and reviewing it again in a new way. They're not, they're not stuck a lot in any particular kind of dogma. So um, the, the mutable signs are um, are necessary because when the cardinal sign begins something, I saw a good analogy that I was reading in one of the textbooks about a match, a match that you light a match, and that's the cardinal sign. And then all along the stick, it burns, 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 burns. So, you know, that's the major part of the fixed sign energy. And then as it gets down to the end, you know, the flame changes size and goes out. And then a little smoke rises up from the end. And that's the mutable energy. It's transformed um, the, the the light into another into another form. So I think that... Mutable energy realizes that something has come to an end in a way. Mutable energy realizes that something needs to, um, you know, change and transform into something else. So it's capable of adapting to that. Mutable people represent that. In, in our environment, um, it could be like saying, okay, well, we've lived in this location long enough. It's not meeting our needs. Buying a new house is the idea of like a cardinal energy. Living in the new house is the fixed energy. And then saying, you know what, we really need to pack up and move to a new house. That transitional phase, that way of going from one form to another, right? Changing the form of expression, that's mutable energy. Being flexible, a mutable signs are sort of the least likely to what I, like stand their ground, remain rigid, firm. Stubbornness is not is not a quality of of mutable signs. It's more of a quality of fixed signs. And um the the necessary part of that is in recognizing that something actually needs to change. Right? Something, something, something needs to change. So therefore, the mutable energy, which is already changeable, can do that easily because it can take, it can take the, the, um, the energy of change and absorb it and use it and move on with it. So that where we find in our charts, mutable energy, like I feel happy that I have Mars and Sagittarius in my chart gives me that ability to say like, okay, well, fundamentally I'm at a point where I need to go from one form to another. I have so many fixed signs in my chart, so I'm really able, good at it and, you know, being able to maintain structure. Um, but if I, I think if I didn't have some of that mutable energy, I would have a really hard time, um, you know, changing at all. Go, you know, saying like, oh, well, it would be good if we moved into a new house or it would be good if I, you know, whatever, um, you know, 
started doing something or stopped doing something. You know, the energy for really being able to say, like, okay, something has gone on long enough and, and it's time for me to change and move on to something new, again, another new beginning, is the mutable energy. And it, it can be... It can be, you know, anything as simple as, you know, the way in which you do your breakfast. You know, like when things become routine, they become stale, and then there's nothing, you know, no longer anything new uh, for us to learn from that environment. And so mutable energy says, come on, let's change it up a little bit, you know, because we need to uh, experience something new, take in something new, do something new, or that this way of doing things needs to end. But it doesn't, obviously you don't stop uh, eating breakfast, let's say. If you're a breakfast eater, you just say, well, I'm going to have uh, oatmeal now instead of yogurt. You know, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have oatmeal because it's winter, it's cold, let me go to having oatmeal for breakfast or, uh, you know, something like that. And giving simple examples, but mutable energy recognizes that something that's been fixed, meaning not changing, needs to change so that something new can begin from it and it's the transitional experience that represents the mutable energy the other thing i really like about mutable people in general is that they're extremely resourceful because they're capable of changing it adds this resourceful innovative this is one of the fantastic things about mutable energy is that it it just recognizes that you know a change adaptability needs to happen because right nothing is consistent over time we things change we change as people um you know we grow older or whatever and that our ability to be to create innovative solutions or resourceful solutions to the changing environment our ability to adapt and be flexible comes from mutable energy mutable um uh, people, mutable signs, the mutable signs can make a lot from a little. They they fundamentally can take um, very little in their environment and create a lot of movement out of that. And I find that that's, you know, um, particularly creative, particularly inventive. I like that word innovative. You know, it means thinking outside the box, you know, resourceful, thinking outside the box. And and we, we need that so much. We need we need, we also need to know that that's where this aspect of our character is coming from. That it's coming from the Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius and Pisces that's in our chart. The time when I was born, Uranus and Pluto were both in Virgo, so there was a lot of mutable energy and I have a little bit of Pisces and a little bit of Sagittarius, so quite a few mutable energies. And, and I find that in in thinking about, because I like to think about, you know, personality construct and my own and the frame of, uh, of astrology, that the mutable energy gets kind of overlooked. It gets thought of sometimes as being wishy-washy or weak or not, um, you know, because it's changeable. Right, mutable actually means something like subject to change or or just changeable. Right, it, it, that's where that's where that root comes from. Um, that that because it changes or it changes easily, that that's somehow not a uh, a strong character uh, quality, and um, and it actually is. 
because a lack of flexibility um, doesn't create an organism actually that can survive external change. And since the one thing we know about life is that the only constant thing there is is change, right? The only thing the only thing that's unchanging is the fact that it changes. I love that. Um, in, and that it's our mutable energy that can accommodate that. And that if we couldn't do that, actually, we wouldn't even be here. That if we couldn't adapt to the changing nature of the planet around us, um, that we wouldn't be able to survive. You know, we're having climate change right now, whether it's man-made or not. Obviously, it's man-made. But whether it's man-made or not, um, it's the mutable part of of our characterological makeup that will be able to help us figure out how to get through it. It's always the mutable energy that figures out how to transition from the one form into another. I think that's really an amazing thing. So here, here to the mutable signs. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and I am going to be here absolutely next Thursday. I hope you have a lovely week. I will um, talk to you then. I'm going to leave you with a little Cheryl Crow. Uh, have a great night. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes 
only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 